Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sublime page of Talmud each day. And on today's page, we encounter one of the most difficult things a human being could do, which is talking to your kids about gulp money. Have a listen. Apropos minors, Rav Yehuda says that Rabbi Asi says, if one gives a child a pebble, and he throws it away, and one gives him a nut, and he takes it. He is capable of distinguishing between items of value and worthless items, and he acquires property for himself but does not acquire property on behalf of others. If the child develops the extent that he is given an item and he returns it to its owners later because he understands the concept of ownership, he acquires property both for himself and on behalf of others. The rabbis are saying, basically, if you could get your kid to the point where they understand the difference between a pebble and a nut, meaning something that is worthless and something that has some monetary value, you, my friend, have raised a child that is capable of engaging in actual transactions that have to do with real money. And as parents know, this is one of the most difficult things a parent can achieve. So here to help us detangle this thicket of how exactly are we to talk to our children about money? Truly, as any parent would know, one of the most difficult, sensitive, illustrious conversations you could have with your children is this show's producer, the mighty Josh Cross. Hello, Josh. Hey, Liel. So, Josh, you have three children, and for my ongoing observation, you have raised them Fairly well, especially when it has to do with understanding the value of things. Am I being way too generous here? I mean, perhaps a little bit. I will say that talking about money was not something I grew up with because I think my children are growing up in a different financial state than perhaps I did. And it was more difficult when I was a kid. Although I don't think I understood it at that point. You grew up in New Jersey. Nobody talked about money. Right. Exactly. I'm sure it was the Jersey thing. Um, It was a state law that prohibited talking to your kids about money. But I think we have done a pretty good job explaining to them what it means to spend a certain amount of money or to have a certain amount of money or how to maintain a bank account or whatnot. We're about to get our third child who just turned 13, her first bank account. We stopped giving her cash because who carries cash in 2023? But yeah, I mean, we've definitely made a concerted effort. I mean, I did marry a Jewish banker. So uh, we've made a concerted effort to make them aware of what it means to spend money and to have money. And so how? And so how, 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 how does it begin? For the benefit of, of those out there who are baffled by this, who are new parents, who are contemplating being parents, how do you begin having this conversation with your children? They reach an age, or maybe five, maybe six, and they understand more or less, that things cost money. What next? Well, I mean, we started essentially with bribery. It's like, you know, they all had chores, which they would do, and that wasn't tied to allowance. But if Miles really wanted some sneakers, he had to do X, Y, or Z for us. Or if Stella really wanted to go see some concert, she had to do A, B, or C, and so on and so forth. And while it's been the same way. But once we got into the phase where they had allowance... We were like, well, you've got this much money to spend this week. And after the second or third time that they ran out of money because they went and did something stupid. They understand the hard way. They understood. You know, and the thing is, it's the hard way for them, but it's not actually the hard way where, you know, like, I don't have money to pay rent this week. So it's essentially the same game, but it's like, oh, you can't buy another boba or a pack of Pokemon cards or a cupcake right now because you've 
already gone through your money for the week. Because you've, you've spent it all on Snapple, and now exactly. it's tough for you. Exactly. Interestingly, my oldest, Miles, just got a job for this summer before he goes off to college, and watching him realize how many hours went into making a paycheck, even at upstate minimum wage, <laughs> was eye-opening, too. And he did pretty well, you know, with tips and whatnot. He, he got several lots of dollars, but... It also was like, oh, I put that much effort into it. And think about that when you put it on a grand scale with what you're asking your parents for. And I think like, it so this is what it takes to earn yeah. $20. Yeah. Ah, like, thanks, how Dad. many pairs of Jordans did you earn by working for the last two weeks? Not uh, many. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. So there are parents out there listening or parents to be, and they want a game plan, they want a concrete sort of step by step to-do list. You've been through this not once, not twice, but thrice. Walk us through it. What do we tell our kids? First of all, allowance, yes, it's the thing to do. Yes, I believe allowance is the thing to do, but I also think in the weird hippy-dippy way that some people think that tying it to chores actually doesn't let them just grasp the power of money at the start. Once they have their own job that somebody else is paying them, that's one thing. But allowance, yes, and generally step off and let them do with, you know, you're not giving them a thousand dollars. You're giving them 10 bucks or you're giving them 20 It's or whatever. Let them blow it because the only way they're going to learn what it means to blow all your money and regret it is to actually do it. When you want to go hang out with your friends and get ice cream and you have 35 cents because you spent it, tough. So let them make the mistakes and make them in a way that it's a soft landing because at 15 years old, not having ice cream money is a lot less bad than a $9,000 credit card debt while you're in undergrad. Now, this is all wonderful, but the Talmud today has this great teaching in which it says basically the whole game here is to make kids understand not just the value of things, but really the very concept of of ownership. What does it mean to come into possession of something and be responsible for it? And of course, we all go through these things with our kids in which, you know, they have toys that are sort of, you know, nominally their toys and like, whatever, man, I could destroy it and another toy will materialize because mom and dad may buy it for me. What does it take to actually get them to understand what it means to own something? Well, I mean, every child is different, but I will tell you the first time they break or lose or otherwise negatively impact something that they actually paid for, not mommy and daddy paid for, it sinks in. You know, I keep coming back to the Jordans, but Miles told me the other day that his particular pair that he had bought were worn through the soles and he wanted to get a new pair. I said, you understand what that means. And he, he seemed to really grasp it because it was something that he had purchased, not that something was given to him. And so I think the act of making the choice to expend something that you have to acquire something helps impart that lesson, that value. Hallelujah. Well, Josh Cross, for raising three property-minded children and for being our guest, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One newsletter. 
As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts, and you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.